Welcome back to the How to Survive a Horror Movie podcast, where we learn how to survive horror movies and maybe how to survive life. And we're going to have a speed run episode today because we are on a hard out. Happy New Year's Eve. It's New Year's Eve. It's we, we have places to be. We're talking about Psycho 3. Mother! But I'm joined by our Psycho correspondent, Nick Ema. Nick, how are you doing? Good, good. How are you? Good. Uh, we just, we, uh, we watched Psycho 3. We did. And uh, what did you think of it? I enjoy it. I feel like out of all of the horror movie franchises I've watched, I think that Psycho holds up the best. I think when we're talking about other franchises, I know you probably disagree. Some of them get a little gimmicky, but I think Psycho, as far as like slasher franchises go, stay pretty true to the original, um, although that can you know, be a negative to get a little stale. It at least feels fresh. They're not... Going to outer space or, you know, going to Atlantis or something. Maybe we should go to outer space, though. Maybe. Psycho 5, you know, on the moon. Uh, No, Psycho 3 is good. It's directed by Anthony Perkins, who plays Norm Bates. He does a great job. Really cool lighting. That's probably my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. That and the fact that we have Jeff Fahey, one of our favorite actors. man. Who played uh, Frank Lapidus Lapidus, on Lost. The the best character on Lost. Absolutely. He's here for Psycho 3. Um, No, Psycho 3 is a good movie. No, it's solid. It's solid. I mean... Is it as good as two? Probably not. No. Is that is two as good as one? Probably not. They but, each take a step down. Yeah, but still worth a watch. But I like all four of the original Psychos. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, this is a solid movie. Um, like I said, we have uh, limited time tonight, so should we jump into this thing? Let's do it. Speed run this podcast. Let's do it. All right. So the episode begins with a nun named Marine um, who is wants to kill herself. And uh, during her attempt, she accidentally causes the death of a different nun. Yeah, a big a big whoopsie in the church right here. Yeah, that's not great. Um, and she is played by Diana Scarwood, who is in one episode of Lost as well. And I can't. Is it an early episode so of Lost? It's the infamous episode where we learn how Jack got his tattoos. Oh, and she's like the other okay. who's like investigating yeah. stuff, and it's like the worst episode of Lost because it didn't have Jeff Fahey in it. I know exactly. You need Lapidus in an episode of Lost. Exactly. So she is going to leave the motel or leave the motel, leave the convent. Yeah, and uh, she gets uh picks up uh gets picked up as a hitchhiker mm-hmm. by Dwayne Duke, uh, Jeff Fahey, a musician and just a scumbag I'm through and through. I don't think there's like one redeeming quality no. about him throughout the entire movie. Like he's gonna try and rape her on their ride. Yeah, uh, he's just a nasty, nasty piece of work. He does though have one of the best lines in the whole franchise. When she wants to leave the car and she's running away and he just looks out or he bends over and looks out the window and says, you don't need to be going when you could be coming or something along that lines. It might be the other way around. You could have been coming, but you're going. Just great line. Great, great, great line. line. Great Jeff line. Fahey Ter- is an incredible actor. Absolutely. He can play the scumbag so well. He does. He does. But both of these people are going to end up at the Bates Motel, which is kind of... Haven't it seen better days? Yes, absolutely. For two different reasons, right? Uh, Duke ends up there as the assistant manager. Yeah, he gets a job here. He needs cash. Yeah, he's a traveling musician. Needs money. Yeah, and Marine's just gonna end up here by happenstance. Yeah. Um, but Norman Bates is still running the motel. Uh, they're still investigating the disappearance of the waitress Emma Spool, 
turn out to be Norman's mother in the last movie. Yeah. Maybe less true in this movie. Yeah. There's a nosy reporter still around trying to investigate Norman uh, named Tracy. Mm-hmm. And I don't really know why she's so invested in this case. She's kind of our protagonist. She kind of is. Like, she's very invested in her career, like, trying to figure out all of these uh, serial killer, or investigating these serial killer stories. Turns out, though, when you take your job a little too seriously, it gets you into a little bit of trouble. So that's a, that's a good point. Um, we got a couple of rules here off the bat. Uh, rule 13, don't pick up hitchhikers. No. And, uh... Although, although, Duke is probably... Though uh, I should say, don't you probably don't want to get picked up as a hitchhiker either because you don't know who's in the car, right? That's true. That's true. If Lapita, or Duke is the bad guy. Duke is the real bad guy here. But also, rule number three, do your damn job. Don't die in the process. Yeah. And Tracy gets that close. She gets, she honestly probably should have died. Yeah. Luckily, she went in there with one secret weapon that saves her. Yeah. And, and if you're going to do it, at you, least have the secret weapon. You might as well. But come on. A little too close for comfort. But yeah, uh, you know, Tracy's still bumming around trying to investigate this case. Uh, We have the sheriff from the last movie still here, sticking up for Norman. Mm -hmm. But Dwayne is going to get the job at the Bates Motel. Maureen's going to end up getting the hotel. She's really hesitant because Duke's here, but she's going to stay. Doesn't doesn't have many other options. She's going to stay at the hotel because she's broke and has nowhere to go. But Norman's still talking to Mother Emma Spool. Still got a corpse hanging around. Just chilling. Uh, Status quo at the Bates household. So, Norman sees uh, Maureen, reminds her a lot of Marion Crane from the first movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he Looks similar, have the same initials, yep. who'd have thunk. Um, so, he's going to spy on her and then dress his mother and try and kill her. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, she's attempted suicide again and is bleeding out in the bathtub. Yeah. And it kind of jerks him out of it. And he's going to save her life and take her yeah. to the hospital. Rare points for Norman. Yep. Uh, so, Maureen survives this by attempting suicide yeah right? she'd probably be dead it's, it's kind of weird it is weird and hallucinates in the process thinking it's the virgin mary the virgin mary holding a crucifix rather than a serial killer yeah. about to kill her so they're at the hospital doing whatever meanwhile Dwayne's gonna go out to the bar and he's gonna meet tracy there and, and hit on her she's not interested but eventually she realizes oh you work at the bates motel mm-hmm. cool i'm getting information from you and she tells Dwayne all about norman Dwayne, rule number one, you're in a horror movie. Time to get out of town. Yes, as much as you want to like advance your career in the music business and get to L.A., maybe there's better ways than being an assistant manager at a murder hotel. Murder hotel. Murder, murder motel, there we go. And, and Dwayne's going to seize this opportunity because Tracy will pay him a few bucks for info, and he thinks somehow he can make some money off of this. Uh, don't get greedy. No. It's rule 45. Lady's going to blackmail Norman. Yeah. Blackmailing serial killers, not smart. They've probably thought through that once or twice before. Yeah. All they got to do is kill you. Uh, that's rule 44. So Dwayne's going to pick up a girl named Red, bring her to the motel. And then immediately after they're done banging in the motel, the strange... In a, in a cr- probably the craziest scene of the movie. Yeah. Uh, for, he's oh, he's yeah. got lamps, like, or Lapit. I keep on calling him Lapitas. More like Lapinus. Like, yes. Lapinus Duke. Yeah. Shooting around with a bunch of lamps. Yeah, he's got lamps over his crotch. He's got a weird lamp fetish. Crazy. It's bizarre. I love the lighting, but it it's... It is great. Uh, after they bang, he kicks her out, and he is an asshole about it, and he's violent. Yeah. Uh, throws her clothes out after she's naked, tosses her out of the hotel room, yeah. gives her five bucks to call the cab. Yeah, get the hell out of here. So she goes to the phone booth and just like, immediately gets stabbed to death by mother. Mm-hmm. Poor Red. Poor Red. She had no didn't, chance. Didn't stand a chance. No chance, I think. Put in a bad situation. Oh, if you guys hear the noises of a dog calling in the background, we have uh, Nick's dog Cooper running Nick's around Cooper. being adorable. 
He is very scared of everything, but still wants to be involved. Yeah, sweetheart. But Red's dead. Red Dead Redemption. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Too true. Very true. Uh, and the next day, Norman's cleaning up the phone booth. Yeah. So Dwayne is going to tell Tracy, because uh, he finds the $5 bill he gave Red in the ground on the ground, and he's going to tell Tracy about it, like maybe Red was killed because mm. uh, she didn't pay for her payphone. And then he, he also heard voices arguing up at the house. Yep. He's like, might have been a football game or something. Yeah. Or it might have been Mother. Could have been. But we're going to have a big party at the hotel because all these football fans come in and they're all staying at the hotel just just drunk. Homecoming weekend, baby. <laughs> and Tracy comes to the house. He wants to snoop around, but Norman's like, get the fuck out of here. Leave me yeah. alone. But Norman is going to bring Maureen here to let her stay at the hotel and she could stay as long as she wants. Super cute. Just like in the second movie, what could possibly go wrong? Yeah, right? Very innocent. <laughs> so Tracy, she's going to go check out Emma Spool's apartment. And while she's looking around, she finds the Bates Motel phone number. Okay. Mm-hmm. So maybe she went to the Bates Motel and something bad happened to her. Yeah. Pieces are starting to get put together. Norman and Marine are going to go out to dinner. They drink. They dance. It's super cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to go back to the motel and almost get it on, but Norman is going to go home. He's going to run away. Yeah. Um, wouldn't feel right. He wouldn't says. feel right. He's got to go home to mother. Yep. Uh, poor Norman. Uh, Marines even go up to Norman's house to ask to come in, and he's mm-hmm. like, no, go back to your hotel room and lock your door. Yeah. Dude, that's a red flag. Yeah. I would not be staying yeah, well, anywhere near why there. Why are you telling me to lock your door? And he's like talking about how drunk he is. And right. He's, he's not. Um, and the truth is, he's afraid mother's going to come murder her, but mm-hmm. like... Damn, the chills a little bit there. Yeah, absolutely. Rule number one, you're in a horror movie. Get the hell out of there. But seriously, though, lock your doors. Yes. Rule number 25, lock your doors. Okay, so we meet a girl named Patty, and she's been around. She's the only sober one of the football fans. Mm-hmm. And she's going to go to the bathroom. Mother walks in and kills her. Mm-hmm. So sad. She's like the one responsible person in the hotel. Yeah, she dies. She's just trying to be, you know, have a good time. Sadness. Sadness. Unfortunate. But the next day, the sheriff and the deputy are here and there. They're here to investigate. Hey, we got a missing person. Norman, your chief suspect. How many times can this happen, Norman? And Norman's acted super suspicious. Yes. And they're like, we got a warrant, so uh, we're going to look. Mm-hmm. And they go look. But uh, Mother's corpse is gone. It's not where Norman left her. No, not not up in the room. Where could she be? Yeah, Norman gets lucky here. Yes. Very lucky. Uh, but they leave. There's nothing. Yeah. They can't do anything. But while this is going on, Tracy's poking around again, and she informs Maureen on, like, who Norman is. Mm-hmm. And Maureen's like, oh, I'm going to go stay with the priest that yeah. uh, we met earlier in the movie instead mm-hmm. of staying here. Bye. <laughs> See ya. Rule Smart 11, move. get out. Yeah. Yeah, great. Fair. Get out! The guy has murdered a bunch of people. It's fair to not want to be around him. Right. Even if he is cured, which he's not. No. <laughs> not at all. So Norman, he's going to go look for Emma's corpse and finds a note like, hey, meet me in cabin 12. Mm-hmm. And he goes over there, there's the corpse, and Dwayne acting like a weirdo. Yeah, he's on something in this scene. Like, he's... He scored some meth or something. Yeah. Like, he is way creepier than Norman's ever been. Yes. Uh, He's trying to blackmail Norman. Yep. And it goes about as well as you'd expect. We get a big fight between the two of them, and Norman beats him and knocks him out with a lamp and his own guitar. Ugh. Uh, using his two favorite things against him. How unfortunate for Duke. <laughs> uh, the guy deserves it. He's got a Confederate flag on his yeah. guitar, so I don't feel dude's, bad for dude, him. Dude's a piece of shit. Yep. He had this coming. Yeah, don't get greedy. Don't blackmail the killer. No. He's not dead yet, though. No. Because Norman is going to put the bodies of Patsy and Duke in his car, and he's going to go put them in the swamp like he does. Mm-hmm. And Duke is going to attack him. 
um, try and strangle him, and they end up driving into the swamp. Yep. And Norman just steps on Dwayne's neck until he drowns. <laughs> Gotta get it done somehow, I suppose. Yeah, honestly, if Duke, I guess he didn't know they were going to be driven into the swamp, but maybe if Duke mm. just waited and played dead, sure, uh, which I think is rule yep. number 23, yep. he could have escaped later. Um, and not just gotten his neck crushed by right. Norman. So that there's an idea. There's an idea. Just throwing it out there. And meanwhile, Tracy, she's been off uh, doing some investigation in Emma's spool, like talking to people who knew her, the old owner of the diner. Mm-hmm. And she's finding out some information, some mm-hmm. very important info. Maureen, because when she had like attempted suicide, she yep. saw Mother and thought it was the Virgin Mary. Yep. She's like, it's a sign. It's a sign from Mary. I'm supposed to be with Norman. I'm in love with him. And she's going to go back. Probably, no, <laughs> probably not the right decision there. No, you were so close. You were out of the you movie. You were so close. You were out. So she's gonna go back to the house when Norman is there, mm-hmm. and she's gonna go up the stairs to talk to Norman. Yeah. Um, they have a sweet moment, but then Norman gets distracted by Mother yelling at him, and somehow accidentally knocks her down the stairs, and mm-hmm. she gets impaled on a statue and dies. Yeah. A little, a little arrow right to the back of the head. For Maureen, I think it's a, you know, to be fair to Maureen, she's Mm. been through a lot. She's been through some shit this movie. And I I don't think it's 100% like fair to judge her on like an evil playing field because she's got some issues going on. But that said, she knew she was in a horror movie. She got out. And came back in. And came back in. And thought she wasn't in a horror movie at all. Yeah. Rule number one, Maureen, you got to know you're in a horror movie. Yeah. You you were almost there. You broke it twice. Um, But, you know, this isn't horseshoes or hand grenades. No. No, close does not count. <sighs> Sadness. Finally, this is the end of the movie. I know we speed run this thing. We didn't. Tracy's going to show up. And, uh, yeah, she's going to confront Norman. She's got a crowbar. Mm-hmm. Why are you going to... Where are the cops? What are you doing? I don't know. Reporter just wants to be the hero of the story. She's going to find Marine dead. Yeah. Drop crowbar. Hold on to your weapon. Yeah. Rule number seven. Don't leave your weapon behind. No. Firmly grasp it. <laughs> Firmly grasp it. Firmly grasp it. And, and Norman's going to chase around doors or locks. So we're going to get a little sure. ch- chase to the house. But re- what ends up happening is Tracy reveals the backstory. Mm-hmm. Emma Spool was not Norman's mother, <sighs> just his aunt. She was in love with Norman's father, mm-hmm. very jealous, ended up murdering him, mm-hmm. kidnapping Norman, ended up in a mental institution because of it. Yep. So Emma was never Norman's mother. No. So at the last moment, Norman attacks her dressed as mother, but instead of attacking Tracy, he attacks Emma's corpse and destroys Oof. the corpse and defeats mother. Yes, freeing himself. Definitely once and for all. Yes. This we, is the end. We definitely don't have another movie to talk no. about. But no, he, he destroys the corpse and he's done. He's free. Uh, he's going to get arrested, but and you know he's going back to jail, mm-hmm. but he tells us he's free. He's yep. finally free. Yep. As he, as he sits and pets mother's hand. Yep. Yep. Uh, gets arrested in the cop car. Uh, so Tracy survives this movie against all odds. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's Psycho 3. I know we really speed run that one, but uh, we have places to be, uh, limited time. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, we got we to gotta do what we got to do. Yeah, you got to make it work. But I don't think there's a ton to this movie anyway. No, I think, I mean, very similar to the past two Psycho movies, like the, the kind of setup and the payoff is all kind of the same. So yeah. Don't hang around the Bates Motel. Don't hang out. You'd think people would learn this by now. Yep. So I don't have any new rules. No, um, but no a lot rules. of playing stupid games and winning stupid prizes. Absolutely. 
Should we get into the awards? Let's do it. There are certain rules that one must abide by in order to successfully survive a horror movie. Randy Meek's Merit Badge goes to the character who did the best job at following the rules, of course, based off Randy Meek's Scream, and I am struggling here. I was going to say, I don't know if I can think of one. Like, I think almost every character in this movie is some shade of bad. Yeah, they, they didn't know they were in a horror movie, or they did something just unbelievably stupid. Yes. I'm looking through the cast list right now, and I am really struggling, because there's only like four or five relevant characters. But... How is this for a pitch? All right. How about Norman Bates? Because in the I end, he defeats Mother. He does. He ends Mother. And to be fair, I think I believe Psycho 4 ignores the events of Psycho 2 and 3, and it's just like a direct sequel. Oh, really? Yeah, I think that's the case. Okay. So we can, in, in one timeline, this could be the end yeah. of the movie. Everyone else is so stupid. Norman's just trying to cover up for Mother and, and yeah. do his best. He, he defeats Dwayne, who's trying to blackmail and kill him. Yeah. Um, and in the end... He does kill Mother. He kills Mother even though he's arrested. Yep. Oh, excuse me. So at the end, he's arrested. Even though he's arrested, he feels free. Yep. You know, he's not tortured by this thought of Mother anymore. Yep. And I think that's a fair pick. And the three other characters who are in a horror movie, Maureen, Dwayne, and Tracy, are all terrible. Yep. That I think Norman's really the only, like kind of half-assed answer we can give. You yeah. You know, it's a little sketch. Yeah, I think I'm with you there. But uh, yeah, let's give him a little credit for managing let's to fight this demon. Let's do it. Let's uh, do it. Norman Bates wins Norman their Bates. enemy badge. Good for Norman. Guy needs a win. Yes. Uh, Night of the Living Club. Because the character did the worst show of following the rules. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Stop it. You're ignorant. They're coming for you, Barbara. Uh, I think it's Dwayne Duke. I think that's fair. I think that... The other big honorable mentions, obviously Maureen made some bad decisions, had a lot of shit going on during the movie, so we can give her a pass. Tracy also doesn't make a whole lot of great decisions, ends up making the right one in the end that ends in Norman's capture. Duke, though... Nothing right. Nothing right through the whole movie. Yep. Bad. Every turn's a bad turn. He was bad before he got into a horror movie. Exactly. Bad when he found out he was in one and kept going and making it worse. Yes. Uh, don't be a menace. Yeah. One of the biggest menaces we've ever had. Yes. Broken from the first scene he was in. So, Dwayne Duke, Jeff Fahey wins Night of the Living Pleb? I think so. Not a living pleb. No. All right. That's Psycho 3. That's Psycho We're about 3. 20 minutes in and uh, <laughs> we nailed it. Uh, about four minutes before our heart out. Yeah, perfect. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so next up will be Psycho 4 with you. Psycho 4. So we'll find some time to do that. We'll do it. And, yeah, and then the rest of this I will record on my own when I get back up to Fargo. All right, that sounds like a plan. All right, well, thank you for being on, sir. I appreciate you making making this work on yeah. short notice. Yeah, absolutely. Anything you want to plug real quick? Noth- nothing here. All right, so we're going to say goodbye to Gimon here, and then I will finish the outro stuff on my own. Uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. All right. Hey, everybody. It's Ryan back again. Um, yeah, I just wanted to uh, apologize to the listeners, everybody, this week. Uh, yeah, there was a miscommunication with timing and, and stuff like that between myself and Mr. Guimont. Uh It happens, but we just had to do a much shorter podcast because we recorded that on New Year's Eve and we had things to get to. So, yeah, apologies for the shortened Psycho 3 synopsis for those Psycho fans, those Psycho 3 fans out there. Hope you're not too disappointed. Uh, I'm a little bit because I think this is a good movie, especially because it's got Jeff Fahey in it. So, um, yeah, I, so uh, we're going to wrap things up here with just me. Uh, this is being recorded uh, two days later. So, uh, yeah, let's get into some business. First up, 
I think we're going to be doing the carry 2013 podcast next. So we didn't do a wheel spin. If Jordan Ryan's available, we'll be doing carry remake. The second one of those, if not, uh, we'll probably do a chef's choice with, I think, uh, Jacob Colness. Uh, so those will be one of the two things we do, but psycho four will be next on the wheel. Now that psycho three is off of it. So psycho four, that'll be interesting. That one, that one's okay. That one's a interesting movie. It's not great, but it's, it's at least interesting. But yeah, I'll be adding Psycho 3 to all the various lists on our Letterboxd account, which you can check out. Uh, How to Horror, check us out on Twitter as well. We'll see where Psycho 3 ends up in the various rankings we do on there. Um, and also, if you feel like donating to the podcast, you can go ahead and do that on our Buzzsprout account. There's a donate button there. Uh, every little bit helps. I appreciate it. Uh, just just helps keeps the lights going here. It basically helps pay the fee to host the podcast on the Buzzsprout site. That's basically what it pays for. Uh, so that's super helpful. I appreciate it. Yeah, I so we're recording this around New Year's. So we're well into 2024 by the time you're hearing this. I hope you're all having a good New Year's um, and staying safe out there. But I think that's it for us. Um, next time when we get to Cycle 4, uh, we'll make sure we communicate a little better so we have, we can really sink our teeth into that one. But in the meantime, uh, this has been the How to Survive a Horror Movie Podcast. Stay safe out there. Uh, uh.